Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. I mean, my first takeaway is what was good about the offense to you? Like, can you name things? I can name things. I can't say for like the whole entire game, but I would say obviously T. Higgins' numbers were, were nice. Yeah, yeah. T. Higgins' um, production, T. Higgins looked. Once again, like he is going to number one guy for whatever that means. He's, he steps up in that role. And Yoshi at times. And I also thought yeah, he had early on. Yeah. That was and early. He... Yoshi was a factor. He would have had another catch. I remember, I think in the second half, but Browning threw it pretty high and almost got his ribs broken. Yeah, that was so. a bad, that was a bad ball. That was my first thought when he threw that was, oh my goodness, yeah. you the receiver hurt. Like but technically like- a drop, but it's like you're leaving that guy to die. Um, I feel like with the offense, there wasn't much good. Like the 
we talked about it. The run game had to be usable, viable, whatever words you want to use for that. But the run game had to work. It didn't work again. And the numbers were actually inflated a little bit by garbage time because Mixon averaged under two yards a carry in the first half of that game. So the idea that you just keep pounding, you're pounding your head against the wall. If you can't run the ball, then you're stuck throwing the ball. And Jake Browning, the Cinderella run ended, the uh, the other shoe dropped, which I was worried about. A, I was pretty worried about that going into the game. Just like, man, I feel like this could be it because they got his number last time. You're without Jamar Chase. There's reasons to be optimistic because of how he played, but at the same time, these guys are backups for a reason and all that, you know, the bad faith analysis about how he was doing compared to Burrow and all that other stuff. It's, it's just, once you get into a situation like they had in Pittsburgh, you need high end quarterback play. And they didn't get that. They get that with Burrow sometimes where run games, not working. The defense is bad, but you know, you've got a guy that's going to keep you in that game. They didn't get that this time. And it, it started right away. I felt like there Browning never got into a rhythm. He never looked like a good quarterback most of his plays were basically just big T Higgins plays, at least all the big ones. And they moved the ball a little bit, not much. I think that's getting overstated with the 335 yards. Um, But even when they moved the ball, the biggest plays by win probability added or lost were the three picks and the T Higgins 80 yard, you know, run, (laughs) catch and run. So Oh, and the fourth down miss to T. Higgins. So four out of the five were Browning misses, misfires. I think, man, all three of those picks, various degrees, bad. I mean, the one. Was that the first one? That the first one when he threw it, when, when he wanted to throw it out of bounds. He tried to throw it away and threw a pick in the red zone. <laughs> That's unbelievably bad. That's just, what's the worst thing you could do in the red zone? Throw a pick. You're trying to throw the ball away? Why are you throwing it 20 yards downfield? It just has to get to the line of scrimmage. I don't know. I, I was that that felt like the moment of oh boy, oh boy, this is not going well. Quarterback is not feeling it. And that those moments though, like watching that game, and I think you bring up a good point because there was all this talk and there's there's voices on the outside. Is is Jake Browning better at quarterback over Joe Burrow? When we talked about it. We actually made fun of it a lot because we're like, no, that's not true. Um, almost every week when we were talking about it, it was exciting to see what Jake Browning was able, able to do, but they obviously changed the offense to adjust to Jake Browning. There were moments when he threw those interceptions that I thought there's no way Joe Burrow's throwing that. And I'm not saying Joe Burrow's perfect and he doesn't throw interceptions, but when Joe Burrow's going to throw the ball away, he's not going to throw a pick. Um, he's not going to throw right to the defender. His third interception I thought was really bad too. Um, there was a lot of costly mistakes and I agree with you because I think a lot of people look at the numbers and they say 335, that big T Higgins touchdown was a big reason for that. You gain a lot of yards. yards. Yeah. And there was just random, you know, T Higgins was also just making dunks down the field (laughs) at times. It was like a a lot of his yardage was just F it T's down there or T Higgins catching runs. So not great. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yeah, it, it wasn't. And, you know, sometimes you, know, you see these quarterback runs. You can even look at the New York Giants for an example. 
um, they have that backup backup quarterback who steps right. in. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the Cinderella story is over. They get figured out by defenses. And maybe that's what happened. Then obviously, um, you know, the Bengals have kind of struggled. They've obviously struggled with the AFC North this year. I know I hate to use this as an excuse. Joe Burrow hasn't been healthy for any of those games. But overall, they've looked bad. Um, you know, the, the first Baltimore game was the only game that I feel like you, you can look back on and say they still had a shot, even though they didn't play their best ball. Um, with a few minutes to go in the, in the second half. And then Joe Burrow uh, tweaked his calf again, and that was unfortunate, and they fell in that game. So overall, um, just, you know, not not to get all the way to the AFC North play or the AFC North picture right now being 0-5, but just with this offense right now, they need two wins. Um, you know, we'll do our prediction later when it comes to the Kansas City game in just a little bit. And obviously Kansas City doesn't look like the Kansas City that I thought they would start to look like in December and even, you know, as we get into January. But... Yeah, Jake Brown, I don't, you know, what is your confidence level right now? I mean, it, it, he has proven if you can't run the ball and you have no run game that he's going to try and play hero ball and it just doesn't work for him. I think the most amazing thing about all three of those picks was that <laughs> they all came against spot drop cover three, which is like a high school type of defense. <laughs> I mean, they got to him in different ways. And I think one of them in theory it might have made sense so the second pick was at y cross play and he moves to the cross route and he just never sees the curl flat defender in the window and throws it which that has happened to him a few times now where he just doesn't see a guy underneath and throws it and gets picked off happens as well with the other one he just doesn't see the underneath defender but it's just he did so well against that crazy complex non-traditional tampa drop eight every throwing everything at you quarters and whatever from Brian Flores. And he just did whatever he wanted against it. And then the Steelers run probably the most basic coverage possible. And he can't figure it out. <laughs> it's just, it, part of that is, you know, teams don't play cover three against the Bengals normally because they have Jamar Chase and T Higgins, mm -hmm. but one of Chase was out. So they kind of let Higgins do what he wanted and then put their eyes on the quarterback. That's the part of spot drop, vision, coverage. You can get your eyes on the quarterback in this situation so that you can break on the throw, make interceptions, make plays on the ball, and the quarterback just never found a way to beat it. I mean, the concepts they were running, they had answers, but the quarterback wasn't seeing it. So I don't know what you're supposed to do as a coaching staff in that situation just because your quarterback's throwing you out of the game. And – it's tough. I wouldn't say that I have no confidence in Browning against the Chiefs. I would say if I am the Chiefs, I am taking that game plan to see if he can beat some yeah. elementary stuff out there. And part of it's also, I mean, the Bengals offensive line dominated in every facet of this game, really. Right? Like they, they were giving up bids, giving up sacks, giving up pressure. But then also they were in that situation because they couldn't block. They couldn't run block. They couldn't move guys. They couldn't hold point which is what I was really worried about. So they had no answers up front. They played a basic coverage behind it. The quarterback couldn't read it out correctly. And the offensive line didn't give him time to find answers either. So he had to hurry up. You can think of that, that second pick that he threw to the curl flat guy there. Um, he had to avoid pressure before that throw. So it makes a little bit of sense that he never moved off his first read because he gets to drops back, hits his back foot, and then he has to move off pressure. So his mind isn't, I need to get to number two. You know, great quarterbacks will be able to avoid the pressure and flip and get to number two and throw it. You know, Joe Burrow can do that. Jake Browning can't. 
And that's fine. Like that's, you shouldn't expect him to do that. So you get in these adverse situations and that's what really separates everything. I don't know how many times we've gone through just this year, but Josh Dobbs twice, just these backup quarterbacks, they have their run and they can get hot and they can do that. But you know, at the end of the day, there's, there's kind of a reason they're backups. And even if he, he's a good backup, like I think Brown, I'd still consider him a good backup. He can get out there. He can run the offense when things are working around him. He is awesome, but he's, he's not a secret star in waiting. He's not a guy you're going to trade Joe Burrow and run it with him type of situation. It seems this is not a uh, Joe Bledsoe, Jake Brady type of injury that causes. 